Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, this is You Beauty, the podcast for your face. I'm Shazzy Hunt, and today on Ask an Expert, I'm very excited to introduce you to skin guru Joanna Vargas. Joanna is an internationally acclaimed skincare expert and a facialist to some of the biggest celebs on the planet. We're talking the likes of Maggie Gyllenhaal, Julianne Moore and Mindy Kaling, just to name a few. Her signature product line is a cult hit. She has two Joanna Vargas salons in New York and Los Angeles. And in 2020, she released her first book, Glow From Within. And she speaks to us today all the way from the US of A. Joanna, we are so honoured to have you here on New Beauty. The honour is all mine, for sure. Today, I'd really love to hone in on one of the core messages from your book, which is that beautiful skin rests on developing and maintaining a sound skincare routine. And in Glow From Within, you explain to readers how to build the best routine for their skin type. And it seems like simple stuff, but how often are people getting the basics wrong? Well, I think the internet is so wonderful. It provides us with so many tools and information, but I think also all that information can be overwhelming. So it's not so much that people don't know that they're supposed to wash their face at night, although a lot of people do skip that step. It's more, I think, the struggle to understand, you know, what are the key ingredients for your skin? And I think that sometimes that can be overwhelming when you read one article about hyaluronic acid and then another one about vitamin C and then one about retinol and you wonder how you're supposed to put all that together or in what step of the routine. So I think that provides a lot of confusion and there are missteps that ensue from there. And if you're anything like me, you're like, okay, I need all the things. I need all these great things at once. And you could almost go the opposite direction. Instead of not washing your face, you are overloading your skin. You are not alone. I think most people do go overboard and think that more is more, so to speak. And if I do 20 active ingredients a day, my skin will be the most glowing, the best skin. And often people are surprised at how much I edit out so many things for them when they come and see me, or I'm much more like let's start with these two things and then let's work into more things so we can see how your skin responds to just like a great cleanser and a great serum. You know what I mean? Totally. And I so hard relate to the more is more, but it's fascinating to hear that someone from your standpoint is like, actually, you kind of need to be doing less. Tell me how you even go about trying to give your skin a classification. Is there anything you can do yourself? Well, the first thing to determine would be what your oil level is or your oil production. So like, you know, look at the size of your pores. And this is, again, a bit of a tricky thing to tell people to do because I find people think that they all have like gigantic pores and not very many people have as big pores as they're imagining. But if you have larger pores in the T-zone area, 
and you can't see pores anywhere else on your skin, that is what normal skin looks like. So you have a normal amount of oil production happening in your skin. If you have larger pores more all over the skin, then you're more oily. If you can't see pores anywhere, including on your nose, or maybe you can just see one or two on the nose, then you have dry skin. So all of those classifications have to do with how much oil your skin is producing. And then you have to determine whether your skin is dehydrated or not dehydrated. And you can do that by simply just pinching your skin. And if it kind of crinkles up and when you look at it in the mirror, then more than likely your skin is dehydrated. So it's lacking water, which is different from lacking oil. And then you have to know whether your skin is sensitive or not. So a lot of people with dry skin don't realize their skin tends to be super sensitive. But if your skin gets red to the touch, or if you get super red in the face when you exercise or when you get out of the shower, then your skin is more likely to be more sensitive. You have to be a little bit more careful and a bit more cautious when trying new products. Once you have determined whereabouts you fall within the skin type scale, how can you then translate that into the building blocks of a skincare routine? For starters, if you know that you have oily skin or even if you have normal skin, but you tend to get blackheads, let's say in the T-zone, then you want to look for a cleanser. Perhaps that's a foaming face wash that will help keep your pores cleaner, that will give you the extra benefit of perhaps some anti-inflammatory ingredients to calm your skin down if it's breaking out when you're stressed or if it's that time of the month. So I would look for a cleanser that has salicylic acid, something like that in it. If you have dry skin, maybe you would look for a cream or an oil-based cleanser, something that is more soothing and doesn't feel like it's stripping the skin further of its natural oil. You know, once you start to understand what your skin is doing and what it needs, you can sort of build your routine out from there. It'll also help you determine like how often you should exfoliate. If your skin is super sensitive, exfoliation once a week is fine. Also, if you have acneic skin, once a week is fine. And everybody else kind of in the middle, that oily to normal skin twice a week is great. So, you know, you kind of have to look at what your needs are and then analyze things further from there. And I think it's just an important message more and more for people to understand that beauty isn't cookie cutter and what works for your best friend or your mom doesn't necessarily translate to your skin. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're broken or that you can't ever have healthy skin. It just means that your skin needs something different. On the back of that, I do want to ask if there are foundation elements that apply across the board to all skin types. These are essentials. They cannot be missed no matter where you sit on the skin type scale. Totally. So like things that are essential for me would be cleansing twice a day. You have to cleanse before you go to bed. You have to cleanse in the morning before you put on your daytime skincare. And you want to do that because you want to start with a clean slate when you're applying your skincare routine. At night, everybody should use a retinol or nearly everybody should use a retinol. Even if you can only use retinol once a week, it's a very active ingredient. So some people might only tolerate once or twice a week. 
Studies have shown that even using retinol once a week is beneficial for the skin. It increases collagen production. It reduces inflammation. It stops your skin from breaking out. It keeps your pores cleaner. Like It's just like one of those things that everybody should build into their routine. Another kind of essential ingredient, I think, is using a vitamin C or an antioxidant serum for daytime. Antioxidants help protect your skin against sun damage, against cell mutation, which creates uneven pigment in the skin, or it would create lines and wrinkles on the face. And, you know, really using that under sunscreen also helps the sunscreen work better. Sunscreen is a non-negotiable, no matter what your skin type is, no matter what your skin tone is. So those are kind of like the essentials. Is there a minimum number of steps you should have in your skincare routine? So for me, a skincare routine is at like a minimum washing your face morning and night and applying a serum morning and night and then daytime a sunscreen. So it's two or three steps. Mm-hmm. So you build it out from there. But if people are looking for like, okay, I'm starting from scratch. What are the basics? You have to do cleanser, serum, sunscreen. When you are starting to get into that layering aspect, you've got the basics down pat and you're going into putting in the extra steps, the add-ons. Is there a particular methodology in terms of how it should be applied to the skin? Should it be pressed? Should it be, I don't know, moved around in smooth motions? Is there something that you practice as a professional that you just think, why isn't everyone doing it this way? Well, I mean, I do encourage people to try to give themselves a facial massage while they're applying their nighttime products. As an esthetician, we massage the face during a facial. And the reason why we do that is because we want to stimulate circulation. We want to get some lymphatic drainage going on to depuff and tighten and lift everything. So if you're doing that to yourself on a nightly basis or you know, in the morning when you're putting on your skincare, it's going to be healthy for you. So like a good starter way of applying product is just to do a simple hand over hand massage. And you can do that up the neck and up your cheeks. And you can use your fingers to go up your temples. And you can even do that on your forehead. And when you get really good at it, you could go really fast and kind of slap your face like you see everybody doing on social media. That kind of application is really just going to bring up the circulation and make you feel glowy and dewy. Also, if you wanted to apply like, let's say an oil-based serum and use gua sha, you know, those stones that contoured to make like a lymphatic drainage massage, I do encourage people to use that. You start from the center of your face and you go outwards and that encourages a lot of lymphatic drainage and the shape of the gua sha stones are, you know, it's very intuitive. You really can't mess it up. So if you're not comfortable with trying to use your hands, you could just do the gua sha, you know, center to outward, you know, do one side of your face and then the other side of your face and don't forget your neck and you'll look like you just had a facial. I do want to touch on cost quickly because we've talked about the kinds of products you should have in your routine, but cost is also a really deciding factor for some people about which products they do and don't use. Are there any skincare products in your routine that you absolutely need to spend a bit more on? You know, I think spending more on a serum or on a moisturizer would be much more significant of a step. I love a good cleanser. 
I'm obsessed with cleansing because I'm an esthetician, but maybe you could save money on your cleanser. There are so many great options now that are very low in price that I think are really great and make your investment on a really awesome serum. I mean, if you think about what it could do for you, it's delivering all the right vitamins to your skin. It's giving your skin support. It's soothing your skin, all the things the skin needs to do its job properly. So that's where I would probably invest more. And then I would say probably an unpopular investment, but a worthwhile one would be sunscreen. Only because the wrong sunscreen could make you break out. It'll make you feel like your pores are clogged and such. So if you find one that really works for your skin, you'll just feel so complete. You know, you'll feel like you're doing everything right for your skin. So that would be a worthy investment piece in your arsenal. Every episode of You Beauty ends with a myth. So here's yours. Toners are unnecessary. True or false? I would say that... Toners are a bit outdated in my personal opinion. Originally, toners, their function was to restore your skin's pH after cleansing because cleansers were so harsh to the skin that you needed something to bring it back to that, you know, happy medium. If budget is a concern of yours and you're just trying to kind of piece together the essentials, that's not what I would go for as my initial top three, let's say. So you don't need to invest the extra 30 seconds in your step if you don't want to. I'm saving that time and that money anywhere I can. (laughs) Joanna, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and sharing your skin wisdom. Thank you for having me. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. Whether you work full-time, part-time, own your own business, or maybe you're a freelancer like me, The working world can be a minefield to navigate, don't I know it? And then there's that whole navigating your salary thing. Mamma Mia's What the Finance podcast has Mel Brown and Pallavi Shada tackling the working world and all things side hustle. As a boss, you don't love it when your employees are asking each other what they're being paid. (laughs) But as an employee, you want to find out what others are being paid, to find out particularly if there's men in your organisation being paid more. And I think that's where the guys have got to come to the table as well, around, well, actually, this is what I'm being paid, this is how I received that, and you should be asking for the same. You can find it in your favourite podcast app today. Thanks for listening. I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano. And remember, a new episode of You Beauty drops every weekday, which means there's a fresh episode to get you through your work week. Happy listening. Bye.